Hello and welcome to the Brick Cave Blitz, the show where we talk about the NFL, the footballs, and try and just include as much of everything as possible. I am your host, as usual, the unusual Greg, unusual underscore Greg on Twitter and Instagram. Joining me, as always, is a guy that he will be my rock. He will be uh, somebody who guides me and he'll be my alarm clock when necessary. Smith, sorry, sorry, I thought, was that it? Smith, uh, which is DRS underscore 994 on Instagram and Instagram only. And don't forget to follow the pod at Brick Cave Blitz on Twitter and Instagram and Instagram and Twitter and. I think we'll start doing a Google Plus, if that still exists, just for the sake of it, so I can have another social to say. Uh, we've got a special guest today. Uh, so, Connor, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and do the usual thing we like to do on this, where you tell us who you support, how long you've been watching, and what got you into it. Right. I'm uh, Connor Thornton. Um, been watching since 2016, I think. Was it the year the Giants went to the playoffs, obviously? Um, so obviously a Giants fan. We went to the playoffs that year. That helped. And then they were pretty crap since, apart from last year. <laughs> so it was a really bad, um, bad time to get into it. But what, what happened basically? I, I worked with three other lads, and we just decided let's just get into the NFL. Why not? We'd watched some Super Bowls and mm. thought let's just fully, fully go for it. Well, we made like a four-man fantasy league. Never seen any players. Just went, just went all out. I knew like one player. I knew OBJ from the catch. Yeah. I'd seen it that many times. So I was like, right, that'll be my first pick. And then I'll just make it up. as. And I knew uh, Gronkowski and that was it. So that draft was just wild. Like one of them was a Bengals fan because he liked the kit colour. Uh, one, one was into Norse mythology, so he was a Vikings fan, obviously. And then the other one, he had the choice between two red teams and um, he chose between the Cardinals and the Falcons and he chose Cardinals and then Obviously, the Falcons went to the play, uh, went to the Super Bowl like a couple of years later, so, and probably looked out there. I mean, to no. be fair, the yes, I mean, supporting the Falcons choice, on that one was yeah they 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 gave away the biggest lead ever. So you probably yeah you know probably know. better off. It'd been a good couple of years, but then it would have gone downhill pretty quickly. But yeah, I don't think the Cardinals are that great of a choice either. So you should have just gone Forty Niners. They they've got some red. I still refuse to blame the entire team for that loss. I just blame Matt Ryan. Yeah, it's it's a pretty popular thing on this in this show to not really like Matt Ryan. So, <laughs> oh, oh, it's, it's and, he's been to all. It's it's that's hard enough, isn't it? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I just I think it's play calling me. I just thought, why didn't they just run the ball more? Why are you why are you putting that on, that on Matt Ryan when you're up? What was it? it three scores. That was, yeah, it was, it was like twenty-four-three or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you not running the ball there? Killing I time. Mean, you can say play calling for a lot of fucking teams, like uh, yeah, the Seahawks. They could have just oh, ran the damn ball. Well, they should have with the backs yeah. they had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got Marshall Lynch back there. It's a bit. That's just that was a pure hindsight that you'd expect them to run there yeah. and then. Yeah. Yeah. If it works, he's a genius. If it doesn't, you're like that. So. See, I've I, I've got to say, like you say, talking about like get how you got into it. I love the fact that you dive straight into fantasy football of all things. Like, yeah. just like, well, we like, have no we idea what we're doing. Let's pay just attention do it. For a bit more. Yeah, it would help us that way. <laughs> and uh, we still got that league now. But we've got six people in it now. It's nice. honestly, it's a terrible league because like every team's stacked. 
every game is like 150 points every week. Like, sounds. I, 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 think I, I think I won it the first year when no one knew it, <laughs> and then I don't think I've been even close since. I don't even got the playoffs. Such a bad week, but you can't yeah. get rid now. It's just, it's, oh, I hate it. Like I can do like 10, 12, 14 man leagues and mm. I can do better in them than I can in the six man league. It's just, I don't understand it. So that's just fantasy football and not showing it. Well, that's true. That's true. I'd say like, I, I, I think I won our 10, 12 man league once. And I, again, I think that was an accidental auto draft year and I didn't make any trades um, with anybody. I just picked up a couple of free agents and just, won it that way and then last year in the same league i think i came like ninth so it's 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 a lottery with how your players are fitness wise all that kind of stuff and you can go on history of the player and all that kind of stuff but it it is just a lottery sometimes yeah yeah don't don't forget last year with the the tragic thing that happened yes bullshit for like who won certain games and stuff Yes, yes. So, well, that was it. Like, we had a Brick Cave Blitz League, and uh, we were going to, like, talk about it and, and try and integrate it into the show. Uh, and then it came to the final, and I won because the the Bills um, oh, yeah, team was Bill called off. Yeah. So I was like... I, I, I sent a I sent an apology to Murph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I was in the runner-up match as well and I, I won that because of the same yeah. reason. Yeah. Because I'm pretty think... sure whoever I was playing has had Josh Allen as their QB. Yeah. <laughs> See I think I think I might have still won it anyway because I think they had one player left and he needed to guarantee 30 points or something like that. I think they had that but I can't remember. And I'll say either way you don't like to win like that. Mm. <laughs> but I had I was the only person to beat him in the league anyway. And I think it was like, we played each other three times. The um, two in the like, just the, the head-to-heads in the, for the league points and stuff like that. And then once in the final, and I think I beat him all three times and I was the only person to beat him in the league. So. Mm-hmm. Anytime somebody beat me, it was just because they had an amazing week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I yeah, won on like points scored by at least 500 points. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Sometimes that's just the way it goes. Oh it? yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's it. That's it. It's you know, this this guy in our league, he had an, a, another auto draft league uh, team sort of thing, and just stomped nearly everybody every week. Um, yeah, I say fantasy football is good and good and bad in the in that regards. But yeah, um, so Smith, we've actually got some news to talk about. Mm-hmm. This is this is like this is like a, a first in like five weeks or something dumb like that. Um, we've talked about it a little bit before. The Aaron Rodgers deal to the New York Jets is complete. Um, so there's a little bit to get into. Um, so it was announced that the trade compensation was announced, but then there was a secondary bit where they needed to announce his um his contract adjustment with the packers and then there'll be presumably something contractually changed with uh when he comes to the new york jets so 
the original contract he was due, he was due about 57 million this year from the Packers. They've taken on 40.3 million, paid that to him pretty much straight away. Um, and then he is owed about 15.6 million from the Jets in workout bonuses and stuff like that when he signs, when he turns up to training camp, all this kind of stuff. And then contractually, next year, he will be owed about 100 million from the Jets. So that's that's where we stand contractually at the moment. And then the breakdown of picks is that the Jets will have got Aaron Rodgers. They've got pick number 15, so their first round pick, and then pick 170. Um, in the same deal, the Packers have got pick number 13, so they've traded first round picks. They get pick number 42, pick number 207, and a 2024 second round pick that can become a conditional, uh, can become a first if the if Rogers plays 65% of plays for the Jets. So, boys, what, what do we think about this deal? Do we think it's like both teams got a fair trade? Do we think that, you know, maybe one team got more than the others? Uh, Connor, since you're the guest, I'll come to you first. I think, I think it's a fair trade. I think if you get, obviously, the the, swap, the first round pick swap doesn't really mean much. They've just got ahead of the Patriots, so... Were they that worried about what the Patriots are going to take tomorrow? I don't think so. Um, I think the the second's really good because if he doesn't play, there's like people don't think he's, he he'll play next year. But I think he will. Mm. I don't think he's gone for one year. Yeah. Um, and but I mean, if he doesn't play, so that pick would be high. You'd expect if the playing is that Wilson. So well, it'd be a high, it's, high it's, two it's... anyway, or a low one, or a late one. If he played, you'd expect. With it, the so picks on sixty-five percent plays is for the twenty twenty-three. So if plays sixty-five percent in twenty twenty-three, then that twenty twenty-four pick becomes uh, the the first round. Yeah. So if so if he does play, you'd expect yeah. that to be a late one. Oh yeah. When it's when it's a one, and then but if he doesn't play, they yeah. have to play Zach Wilson, and you'd expect it to be a high two. I wouldn't mm-hmm. expect them to be that good really. So no, yeah, it's absolutely. not much of a difference. It's good. I think the Packers have done well to get that much. I think they were getting a bit desperate and they wanted... Um, I think the Packers would have wanted picks this draft and, and I think they definitely would have wanted one for next year regardless. Yeah, I yeah, absolutely. Jordan Love's good. And they've got some someone to uh, think of tackle or Smith and Jigba at 13. Well, that would be a real kick to Rodgers, wouldn't it? First pick they get for oh, him, yeah, yeah, and they give, they give him the best wide receiver in the draft. That would be see how um, see how they feel to Rogers. Really, I don't think he'd like that. <laughs> but then again, he's got Garrett Wilson, so I think he's all right. Sorry, that was so weird. Yeah. I, I just I had literally out of nowhere some music just blare out, and I was like, "Where the fuck's he coming from?" <laughs> it's from a, a fucking web page that's been open for about 20 minutes done nothing and just suddenly come to life <laughs> oh. <laughs> there we go um smith do you think that that contracts was that contracts like renegotiation was potentially the thing holding it up or you know because we have we've heard about this 
we've known this has been coming for quite some time and then obviously nobody made the move nobody announced anything nothing was happening and then all of a sudden it's all come out this is what the trade is this is what this is this is what this is do you think it was that contract that was holding them down or you know the jets not wanting to take on almost 60 million a cap and go from there i honestly still think it was his ego wanting to have news come out about him like with space either side of it okay just so he's the talk of everybody for a little bit there we go i yeah i honestly think it was just him so is the is the 40 odd million that the packers have had to pay is that a dead they cap it is that just yes. taken off yeah so the thing is with it, well the thing is it is and it isn't so that was that was going to be his cap hit on the packers unless a team took it on sort of thing. So if he retired today, um, his cap hit was going to be, um, I think, I think no, actually, if he, if he retired post-June 1st, then his cap hit would be $40 million on this year sort of thing, uh, because a lot of that stuff will, uh, will um, extend or something along that lines. I can't remember how it works out. Um, I'm talking to Peter about it tomorrow, so I'll have more information about how that would work out. But yeah, if he retired, his cap hit would be 40.3 million. So realistically, nothing has changed from that situation, but the Packers have got more picks for that. So I think this was kind of a look where Rogers wants to move on, we want to move on. We're going to go into rebuild next year. Uh, sorry, for 2023. So at the end of the day, it's whether we rebuild with this amount of money or this amount of money, doesn't matter to us. We're just going to go for it. So I don't think there'll be many like free agent signings uh, or big big money free agent signings. Um, but yeah, we're going to take on some good rookies in the draft and, um, and then we will see potentially... Uh, whether uh, Jordan Love's fifth-year option gets picked up, we'll see as well. Um... Uh, yeah, I think we have to pick it up before May twentieth or something along that lines. I just, I can't. I don't know. It's that's an interest. Do you think they're gonna do it without seeing him really play, or do you think they're just gonna let him play out and? Thing is. Everybody in the organization, from what I've seen, what I've read, what I've heard, sort of thing, is that they believe he's the guy. Um, it is a, it, I say, it is a risk because he's a relative unknown. He's only started two games that have been, you know, not preseason. Um, you know, he didn't have a proper preseason in his first year. Um, it, there's a lot of stuff to go around for it. So it's a relative unknown. But, you hear the coaches talk, you hear the players talk, they are ready to go for it. I think the only thing that's not met, that stopped them picking up his fifth year option as it stands is the fact that that, you know, the Rogers money was still on the table. Um, you know, it could have been 40 if he didn't retire, it could have been up to 60. If it goes up to, you know, if he, if he turns up day one of training camp and his cap hit goes up to 60, and you've picked up Jordan Love's options, you're in trouble for next year's cap and stuff like that. Um, but I believe, I say, I'm looking at it now, Packers uh, cap hit 
for Jordan Love would be 20.27 million. So, you know, I think they was waiting for that that Rogers contract to go through, that see what they have left. I if 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 all the talk is there and everything's correct, I see no reason for them not to pick up his fifth year option. Um at least accept for the next two years that Jordan loves you guy. And then if he's not the guy after a year, you plan the succession after that sort of thing. You you, you eat that money for tw- uh, for 2024 um, and then go from there with it. Yeah. I think it's, 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 not, it's, it's like high-end backup money, 20 million. You're not, not going to get that good of a stuff. What did, what did Carr get from the Saints? Oh, that's a... Great question. I think, he, I think he Mid-20s. got yeah three years twenty five. Yeah, something like that. So you're getting so for twenty million, you might as well take the risk. It's worth the risk, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Especially it's only one year. It's an extra year of getting in to see him, and you get him some weapons this year. You help him out next year, and two years is a pretty good evaluation time, I'd say. Saying signing yeah. Derek Carr to a four year deal, hundred fifty yeah. mil, hundred yeah. mil guaranteed. Yeah, so 25, 25 mil a year. So, yeah. Jesus, I completely forgot how many notes I made in this chat for <laughs> the free agencies. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, I don't know why I didn't just look in that chat. I, uh, um, yeah. As I was going obviously he's gone to the Jets, but he's mm-hmm. not wearing number 12 anymore. He's going to be wearing number eight. Yes. Yeah, that's... I, I haven't... I haven't looked this up yet, but I have no idea if that was his decision or anything like that. Have you got anything on it? He wore it in college. He wore number eight in college. Right. Um, so I don't know if it was, it was just open, so he's like, I want that, or there was a reason well, 12, like, he didn't want to it with Joel Namath. Is it retired? Right, okay. Because I've, I've seen a picture. Well, Joel Namath says, said, said he could use it, but he said right. he didn't want to hmm. take it off him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fair. Retired, it's, it's kind of hard to just come in and, oh, I'll have that, yeah. Yeah, so have yeah. It. yeah. The only thing is there is uh, somebody commenting on one of the pictures saying second best eight in New York. So I don't know if you've got a second account, Connor, somewhere that's <laughs> commenting that. <there. laughs> no comment. <laughs> well, after the Giants-Packers game this year, yeah. I think it's right. Yep. <laughs> Uh, something else I was going to bring up oh that was it second the news went through first thing I did was look at what uh, Rogers' mum looks like because all yeah the the second (laughs) I saw that thing all I remembered was Zach Wilson being like if they bring in a veteran QB I'm going to make his life hell and I still think the only way you can do that is by fucking the person's mum to be fair, just thought, I'd have a look at the mom, and to be fair, she's all right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is that that wouldn't affect Aaron Rodgers at all because yeah, Aaron Rodgers doesn't talk to any of his family. So right. that's the yeah. only reason they went for Rodgers over everyone else. If if anything, that might actually bring them closer together. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Zach Wilson here has a rare opportunity to fuck a mom and then actually reunite the family. Mm. So, uh, Wilson, we're here for it. Both been inside the same woman. That was 
That was disgusting. <laughs> that was, that was, no, that that made me uncomfortable. That one. I don't care. I'm making that the episode title. No, please don't. <laughs> Jesus, I think spending too much time at the miners this lad now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have to we have to keep this podcast slightly marketable. <laughs> Is there any other news? The, the only other thing really was the fact that we've never talked about OBJ going to the Ravens, but uh, I don't know how much you want to talk about that considering it's pretty old news now. Uh, the only reason I was thinking of bringing it up is obviously he was drafted yeah. by the Giants in the first place. Yeah, alright. Well, let's, let's dig into that then. So, I think, did we actually not talk about it? No, no. Really? That's surprising to me. Okay, so I think we've possibly like mentioned it in passing, but never actually mm. talked about it. Okay. So OBJ to the Ravens going to a system that the QB doesn't really throw the ball a lot and has wasted the potential of a lot of uh, you know, up and coming wide receivers. Connie, you saw him obviously when he was uh, you know, at some of the best in his career drafted by uh, the Giants sort of thing, the catch, all that kind of stuff. The rate of his play declined because a lot of off-the-field diva-ish sort of attitude. Do you think he's going to gel well with the Ravens, or is this going to be a personality clash, first of all? Um, and then do you think the rate of his play has declined just on the field? I don't think he's he's ever been as bad as people say. I think the Giants are just such a professional, like, they're just very different to a lot of teams, aren't they? Like everything has to be mm. proper. The Giants, the very old school. Like as good as he like, he was the best player on the Giants pretty much the entire time he was there until Barkley got there. Yeah. Even, even then he was still OBJ. But obviously yeah. he's had two ACLs now to the same knee. He was really good for the Rams, but that was after, that was before the other one. Yeah. And he had Cooper Cup. I thought he would have gone to a place where... I think I thought he'd have been a really good fit in Kansas City, just because he wouldn't have had to be the one. They'd have schemed him open perfectly. Um, and I just think he might. They've still got Andrews, but it's a bit of a different beast than Kelsey, I'd say. Yeah, I think I think he still will be productive. They've obviously got a new OC now. From which college team did he come from? Was it Georgia or Clemson? Todd Munkin. A pretty well high regarded um, offensive coordinator, anyway. So, yeah. as long as they sort Lamar out, I do think he'll be good. I don't think he'll be the one of the OBJ of old, but yeah, yeah, I think it definitely helps. And he, he will, he's, he's, I think he's got a lot more mature now. He's had a kid, seems to have finally properly grown up. Mm. And I think, um, I think if they get Bateman fit, he'll rub off on a lot of them. He's got such star power. A lot of the. Um, a lot of the Ravens, the younger receivers they've got. Yeah. And they can still even draft one just at the end of the first. Yeah. So I just yeah, think I mean, it could, could end up being a really good room with him. Do, do, do you think, though, obviously, what, I think one of the reasons they were, they got him and were aiming for him in the first place is trying to entice Lamar Jackson to stay. Oh, I think, who, who did they get Did they get beforehand? And it was very clear that that, that was not oh, a Nelson good, like, that was it, yeah. yeah. So that do you reckon that OBJ that. bringing him in? Think, do you reckon think, that's enough to stay? I think yeah, they wouldn't. I don't think they'd give him so much. They've blown everyone out of the water with that money. 
there's no way another team was paying 18 million for him or 15 guaranteed and yeah, whatever. Yeah. No one's touching that after two ACLs to the same knee. He didn't even last the season when he came back. Like, no one's paying that. Yeah. They've done that for a reason. Follow them out of that. So the, the, and they should, and should play in a bit more of a professional offense, I'd feel. Mm. It should work yeah. out. It's one of those things where that could have been that could have gone either way. That could have been to entice him back or to insult him, sort of things like you wouldn't pay me X amount a million, but then you go out and get a quarterback, uh, sorry, a wide receiver that hasn't played for over a year and got in, is only just back from injury straight away, eighteen million. So yeah, it's 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 a I say it's 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 a difficult situation. I say I think Lamar representing himself, he knows what he's worth. Um, you know, he knows what he thinks he's worth, sort of thing. So he can, he's directly in that negotiating room. Um, so yeah, we just, we just have to see it unfolds. I'm seeing that there's a couple of rumors that uh, 49ers uh, investigated trading about him. Obviously, the 49ers have got different QB issues of their own. Um, but yeah, the salary cap definitely doesn't exist if they pull that off. <laughs> it definitely doesn't. No, that's it. That's it. You know, with with how they went out and got MC, uh, CMC last year, um, yeah, those those big money signings, most overpaid, not overpaid, but uh, highest paid backup in Jimmy G. Yeah, you you just like seeing uh, how much tight end wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, finals. Yeah, yeah. You you just mentioning how much Jackson wants reminds me that uh, I sent a picture of. Uh, it's Lamar Jackson's face, but on Waterboy's body, and it says, "My man said I'm worth uh, 250 million." And I sent it to mm-hmm. Hyam, but he never responded back to it. You're not getting anything back from him. No, you can't call the Ravens to him. We won't have that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so we now saying that Hyam's never going to be back on the show because you pissed him off. 100, percent he'll be back on. I know it will. Um, just say it to yeah, no, just say it to his face and look at the look on his face when he gives you. That's how, that's how you'll <laughs> I think one way that that could happen is there's been rumours all off-season about the Giants trading the 25th pick to 49ers for Brandon mm. Ayuk because they're not going to be able to pay everybody. Yeah, yeah. So if if that does... So, I mean, so, there was rumours that... So Kate Mara is obviously the niece of John Mara or so, any, the, the actress. No. Um, she's, oh, so she, have you seen House of Cards? She was in that. Haven't no. Uh, well, she, yes, yeah, she's an actress, and she's related to. She's the niece of John Mara, who owns the Giants. Mm-hmm. And she's supposedly she said on some podcast or some show um, that the Giants are going to try and pull off a really big move, which everyone's just decided that that's Brandon Ayuk. Oh, that'd be a good move. Just yeah. Well, obviously they've paid Debo, they've paid Kittle, mm. paid McCaffrey. Yeah. So one way they, they could work out to try and get Lamar is to get that first for him and then they can bundle that with Trey Lance and all that other yeah. good stuff they were given they were given away. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Obviously there was Yeah, yeah. We'll just have to see. I say like I'd never see half of these big money trades coming sort of thing but yeah there was early talk of like Lamar for Justin Fields um you know two scrambling quarterback sort of thing but yeah I think I think the trouble is with Brock Purdy there Trey Lance could never feel safe 
because the only reason that Brock Purdy, you know, effectively lost a game is because somebody broke his arm. So if you're Trey Lance, you anytime you're starting with that team with Brock Purdy, Jimmy G sitting over your shoulder, you're not going to be feel safe in that contract. So maybe a fresh start with the Ravens could be could be a, an ideal move. Yeah, it's a bit like the Tua Fitzpatrick into every time he played mm. a bit. They're bad throw. They took him out, put Fitzpatrick in, and yeah, yeah. You always yeah. know there's someone there that can go in. But I mean, it, it, the only real game he had once was that downpour against the Bears. Mm-hmm. Just shocking conditions, and then he yeah. got injured the next game. Yeah, it's not been exactly fair for him. I think the amount they give up for him, they're going to give him. A, I think he'll start this year as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I say I think unless unless there's a trade for Trey Lance, which I say Trey Lance first round pick, you're not getting a first round pick from now. Um no. so your only yeah, your only option is to try and bundle him together with something to get a big name. Um and I say is it's yeah, it's it's gonna be a weird one. But yeah, I, I've no idea what, where Trey Lance's future holds. Um, as I never, I never quite understood why they would uh, the the Forty ers would go for a Trey Lance type um, because they were so used to a a pocket passer. Um, I think he wanted um, he he wanted to open up like the scramble opens up yeah. the run a bit hard on it. Yeah, it's all about getting them little gains in the run game. Yeah, yeah. But we didn't know if Trey Lance could actually throw, so it was kind of a detriment. Yeah, yeah, true enough, true enough. All right. So yeah, I've, I've looked up that is that his is his niece. Um, you would know him from. Well, I assume you would know him from the the most recent Fantastic Four reboot with Michael B. Jordan in it. She plays the Invisible Woman. Oh yes, 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 yes. That was probably a better, <laughs> better. Uh, yeah, I don't think many people watched House of Cards really. Especially when they went out on Yeah, this is the thing. I was talking to a bunch of people about it, and I was like, I'm about to, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll dive in to watch it. And, you know, and I said, and then obviously the whole Kevin Spacey shit came out, and I was like, well, I'm never allowed to watch that again. <laughs> and it went downhill because they had to kick him out. So yeah. it was terrible. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, if you're basing the whole series around a couple of characters, um, yeah, it's unsurprising when you have to to do that, and and yeah, your show goes downhill. So as I say, I can't, I, you know, is I'm not going to say it was a bad series or anything like that. I'm sure people enjoyed watching it, but when it's then associated with him and what he did, um, you can't really kind of go. It's 2022, and I think I'll start watching House of Cards now. <laughs> Best let you know. Yeah. But speaking of, you know, money and all that shit, Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. Yes. So let's let's get into it. Let's let's talk about your your team, the Giants, and that division as an overall uh, overall entity. Um, so Danny Dimes, where do you think he's gonna he's gonna be going? It, like obviously, he just signed a, a bigger contract um, in place. I think he's there for three years now. Um, were you happy by that news? Were you kind of annoyed by it? Because I say Danny is one of those characters who gets a gets a lot of stick on social media. 
You give him yeah. a lot of stick. You share that freaking clip of him tripping up all the time. Mate, it's, it's a great fucking clip. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing you can do about that. Mate, yeah. it's, it's literally like that is the one play that I would be good at if I was an NFL player. Like, I'm more than happy to like go out there, sprint a little bit and fall over by my own self. Like, trick myself. That would be the only thing I could do. Like, you want me to go in, coach, get it almost to the touchdown and fall over? Got you. Yeah. He's just, he's just the most athletic. Like, he just doesn't look athletic at all. No. But then he really is. It makes no sense. People are just confused by him, I think. Do you think he's athletic with not the greatest coordination, unless it's too yeah, like throwing sometimes? <laughs> He can't slide. Have you, seen, have you seen him try and slide? It's so <laughs> awkward. You can tell he's never played baseball in his life. Like a is lot it worse them... than when Joey B was trying to slide? Yes. Right. Uh, I'll look out for that. You need to look some clips. It's awful. Unless they've taught him how to do it in the off season. <laughs> See, I'm really imagining him just sort of like flopping now. Well, yeah, because he like oh, I can't even explain it. It's just really bad. So the, the, the funniest part would be if he if that falling over in the clip was actually his attempt at sliding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was that bad. That was just a turf monster. That I think. But yeah, he definitely can't slide for a guy who's that fast. Makes no, no sense. <laughs> and uh, but I think it's just like the way he, there's not much you can do when you you plays well enough that you end up picking twenty fifth, mm. and then because. Because we were so bad at receiver until we got until Isaiah Hodgins bedded down for like the last four games where we let him actually throw the ball a bit because Hodgins could catch and get open. Um, and then he tore. I mean, I know the Vikings were terrible on defense, but he tore them up. It was the Colts game for me. The Colts came in with like a top five defense and thought, "Oh, we're just going to run all over them. Like, we're not going to mm. pass this in this game." And he was just ridiculous. Like the Stefan Gilmore. Okarike is now at the Giants. Okarike, like just he was ridiculous in that game. Just throwing it every all over him. Just didn't stand a chance. And that was that was kind of the game for me. It's like you're picking at 25, so you're not getting unless you give up multiple futures. You're not you're not picking a quarterback there. Unless, like I suppose in this draft you might take Hendon Hooker, but mm. not taking a 25 year old rookie. It's just yeah. an You can't bank on that really to be. So it's one of them. You might as well just pay him the money. He's not top of the. He's not the absolute top of the market. Mm. He's like paid tenth highest or something. Yeah. Which for me, I think, considering when most people get a contract, they tend to top it out, don't they? Especially when they're the good ones. Um. Mm. I just think it's better the quarterback that you know than the one that you can risk. Obviously, yeah. look how much better he was after one season with Dayball. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just thinking if he takes if he takes any sort of leap from here now, it's money well spent for me. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Do you think there's there's an element of what the Giants have around him as well? Like obviously you've got your Barkley there, um, who isn't as good as when he first uh, got there, in my opinion. Uh, oh, and there's, there's, there you go. The injuries have definitely taken a yeah. toll on him. You can tell. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely. still think we should pay him because I think mm. his name scares people. Yeah. As well as he is still a good running back and our, our offensive line is still not great, I'd say. Mm. It's good now. I wouldn't yeah. say it was great. 
Is that something you think the the Giants need to address in the draft, or is there other aspects of the draft that you're you're hoping for? Well, if we get Brandon Ayuk, I'll be all over that. Um, mm. But apart from that, if they take one in the first round, I mean, he's took. We've got um, well, we've got Wondell Robinson coming back, but he's not going to be back till like the. He started playing really well, and obviously then went to do his ACL because that's how Giants football goes. Mm-hmm. Um. He's coming back. Shep's, Shep's coming back. He's, he's been one of our best receivers recently, mm-hmm. but just can't stay at that turf at, on the Giants stadium. I'm so glad they've changed it now. Jesus, we've had so many injuries. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, uh, turf there, that's a whole separate issue. Yeah, I'm glad we played Slater because he's got such a good chemistry with, with Jones. Mm-hmm. And he was our best receiver last year by a mile. And then Paris Campbell's only a one-year deal. So we, we've only got two, I think, or three receivers under contract after next year. Right. Wondale and Isaiah. Uh, Wondale, Slayton, and I think uh, even Isaiah Rodgers only a one-year deal. Hmm. He, he got one of the tenders. So if we get a rookie, we could still get a rookie. Yeah. And then yeah. I think we're all right. I think they do need to give him... If Wall can stay fit, I think it's just a game-changer. Especially for the way we want to run the ball, mm. we can play two tight ends with Bellinger, yeah, and then yeah. we can still pass out of that with Waller. I think it'd be if he just stays healthy. We've got, especially for a third round pick, I'll take that all day. Especially with the, the way the receivers market was in the, in the free agency, like wasn't very good at all. Like we paid like three million for Paris Campbell, which was ridiculous. How good he was last year with Matt Ryan. Mm. Sorry, I mentioned him. Um, so I, I just think the best thing, to, we've just got some more speed, which helps. I think we'll be fine. Even yeah. if we don't, if we if we draft a later one as just a returner, I think we'd be all right with that. All right. But I think so, I like the way we've we've just got a lot of pieces, a lot of cheaper pieces this year. What so one-year deals just to see. The addition of uh, Darren Waller. Yeah, if he stays fit, he's a game-changer. Was because of how good he was two years ago. Yeah, yeah, that was it. I was quite surprised that the the Raiders actually let him go. I thought that was that was quite a surprise in my head. I'm hoping Um, it was just more of a rocky relationship rather than anything he's done. But yeah, hopefully they just fell out a bit. I'll tell. So then, defensively. Um, do you see any particular needs for the team coming into the draft, or is this you know you're pretty happy with the defense? Just some of the offensive pieces that you know need to be improved upon. Going forward? I think I think we massively overachieved on defense. Yeah, for the players that we had. I think like if you look at our draft class last year, we were miles clear of everyone of rookie minutes because we just needed players. Mm. I think like everyone everyone who didn't tear their ACL from our rookie class. Yeah, played significant time. Um, we were very bad against the run, so the first thing they did in pre-agency was take a A from the Colts middle linebacker. He's really good. Mm. And then we got an inside lineman from the Buccaneers who won, the, who won the Super Bowl with them as a rotation. And then we've just got, oh, what's his name? A Sean Robinson, is it? From the Rams slash the Lions he's just come from. Oh, So we've a... really beat really beefed up our defensive line now because we had like Dexter Lawrence was playing 95% of the snaps at nose tackle which is just absurd for a man who's 350 pounds or whatever he is he just never came off the field 
Mm. And then Leonard Williams' his contract's up after this year. But I think I think if we're gonna go anywhere in if we're not gonna go receiver, which I don't I don't think I think we might not. If there's I I want us to take a corner because mm. we've got Cordell Flott, who's a th- third round pick from last year who played a bit and was looked pretty good, but he's really, really thin for a corner. Mm. He just looks like he's gonna break if he makes a tackle. <laughs> really good in coverage, but oh, so he's so thin, it's terrifying. He's like six foot one, six foot two, though. It's weird. Um, but he, like Adore Jackson's contract's up after this year, and we already don't have a cornerback too. So I think if we could get a first round pick, yeah. it could turn into like a number one or something like that. That's our main so, issue. Well, do, do you reckon you're aiming for? I think it was a Gonzalez is a highly rated I'm, cornerback in this draft. I, don't know. I just I think we'd have to move up, and I just don't think he wants to move up. That far, him and Witherspoon are going to go top ten, I think. And then there's like three or four. I think there's one from Maryland, uh, Deontay Banks. That's the one I keep seeing being linked to us all mm. the time. Big man cover corner, which for Wink system is absolutely needed. I think that's a big. I think it's a bigger need now than than uh, wide receiver is after getting Waller. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping cornerbacks the one. Just because we're so so short there anyway, but then also with the Dory Jackson's contract up, with which we got nothing if if he can't stay fit. That's a Dory's problem staying fit as well. So if he goes down, we've got a third round rookie from last year. Yeah, and but but just just not much really. Just free agents off the from everywhere off the street basically. <laughs> So I'm yeah, hoping, I'm hoping for a corner, basically, especially in our division. Mm. CD Lamb, Brandon Cooks, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, even Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson. Now, every yeah. team, every team in the division has got two or three receivers, and we've got one corner. <laughs> so, so we need to yeah. keep up, basically. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's a good call, actually. It's a really good call. Yeah, I mean, let's say looking at. Uh, Peter's draft guide that we were talking about last week. Um, you've got quite a few that are, you know, first round to second round picks. Deontay Banks, as you said, Cam Smith, Keely Ringo, uh, Emmanuel Forbes. All of these guys are first round quality, uh, according to Peter. So any of those can go and drop. Um, obviously, we know a lot about what the first few picks are going to be, uh, potentially. Um, so any of those guys can drop in to you know to that kind of position so it's a good chance you'll get a immediate impact at corner so i just have to jump i think the ravens are ahead of us the vikings they all and the jags could all take corners so hopefully if we need to we've got the picks to jump up as well we've got 10 picks i think so yeah yeah it just depends on whether any of those guys are yeah just to Get out in front on yeah. Fantastic, oh. fantastic. I was going to say as well, obviously, offensively, this year you've put the franchise tag on Barkley. Do you reckon that that's going to sort of put him off from staying because they didn't sort of work out a new deal and just slap the tag on him instead? Uh, well, I mean, the contracts that the running backs got in free agency were dreadful. Didn't help him one bit. We offered him 
I think we offered him 12 and a half or 13 mil last in the uh, the trade deadline last year or around our buy whenever it was like 12 and a half 13 mil and then everyone's been getting like four year deals in free agency uh, yeah. four mil a year and the tag's 10 so obviously we're not going to offer him any money now mm. I think they worked one out with him but I think he's going to be like he'd be lucky to get 12 now I just think Barkley's just he's so professional with the way the way he acts and the way he is Mm. Like he, he knew this was coming and then he, I think his agents kind of sold him out to dry really with the should have took the 12 and a half 13 whatever it was obviously in hindsight it's much easier now but mm. yeah I mean as, as we said about the, the, the franchise tag before it's very rare that a player plays under the uh, under this tag it's more to give either the the team that have tagged the player a little bit of extra time to negotiate or to make sure that they don't get nothing um you know they 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 don't come away from the deal with nothing if it was to to be traded uh, overall or you picked up by anybody um i think you're right in the terms of you know it'll be very hard for him to get a mega money contract at this point um but i say getting as, as as if something's worked out, I'll be very surprised if he plays under the franchise tag. Um, I say it's just it just it's unheard of it in my experience at least. Um, yeah, plays in the tag and we start bad. Yeah, they'll probably be moved. They probably move him at the trade deadline. Yeah, yeah, just that's it. At that point, probably go to the Bills or something. Yeah, and then win the Super Bowl or something. I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean that would be there's so much talk about the Eagles possibly getting Derrick Henry. Oh, Maybe they're like, oh, Barkley's coming. I don't want to see Derrick Henry twice a year. <laughs> we've, seen him, we've seen him this year. And we, yeah. Oh, it's good to wait it was week one because I think they'll beat us any other time. <laughs> oh, yeah, it took him four week, about four, yeah, four or five yeah, it weeks. It takes a while to, to get, get, to get going, so you play yeah. in week one and you're all right. Play him after that and you've got, you're in trouble, especially with our run defense. Yeah, so please don't go to the Eagles. <laughs> well, uh, I think uh, we we know he is a listener to, of this podcast, yeah. so hopefully yeah, that works yeah. out. Yeah, so Derek, if you if you say we 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 think you're listening, you know you're a big fan of the show. Just slide into my DMs and just let me know what you're planning on doing. Like, like you, know, you you expect to be on a first name basis with him? Well, I mean, <laughs> I call him King Henry, Henry the whole time. Yeah. I call him King Henry most other times, you know. I just think if he's going to slide into my DMs, like, I'm allowed to call him Derek. I could I could call him D-Dog. Like, <laughs> that was, uh, I think, you know, you have to let me know, King. Like, what do you want to be, what do you want me to call you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we've brought up the Eagles. Let's talk about the East as a whole. Um, obviously, very competitive at the moment, apart from Washington, which is just a complete unknown. Um, when I started watching it, it was the NFC least because the, the teams were just shockingly bad. Um, and there was one year where, like, the, oh, honestly, I... Like top five, yeah. Oh, mate, it was, it was genuinely <laughs> dire. Like, I, I was thinking, like, if, is there any way we could take a guaranteed... Uh, you know, postseason slot away from the East because none of them. Oh, was that? Good. Yeah, that was when Washington went to the playoffs, didn't they? After like six wins, or seven yeah, wins or something, something like that. Yeah, they, they was 
And, uh, and they beat the, did they beat the box or did they nearly beat the box? Tyler Anarchy died for the pylon. Let I can't remember me. if he won or not. Uh, we, we were all in the top 10. When, for if, it's, well, if it's the one I'm thinking of, it was 2015 when they lost to us uh, in the in the wild card round. Oh, it was lost to the Packers. Yeah. yeah. I think Sam Al might be good. He's a complete unknown, but he looked all right in that last game against Dallas. Mm. Um, Cowboys getting Gilmore's pretty big. Yeah. They just... Um, and then if they pick a defensive lineman in the first, the defense is going to be pretty scary. Because now they can put Trevon Diggs on the second wide receiver. Yeah. He's just going to get even more picks. Yeah, I mean, I say Trevon's... I mean that 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 Cowboys defense is a scary beast that just sometimes stumbles and doesn't get going properly. Like Michael Parsons, he's always scary. Like how big he is and how fast he can move. I'm so surprised he hasn't done more damage, sort of thing. Um, I think they were around too much. I think they should just leave him and just let him go. Yeah, like because like I think I can't remember who said it. I think it was some podcast. It might have been Hertz on the. Right, so I'm not sure, but like mm. when they see when they stand him up at middle linebacker, they just run the ball at him because he's not really a middle linebacker. Yeah, and then when he's down to pass, you either run the other way and run away from him. Oh no, I think they passed when he was in coverage when mm. he was when he was off. He's passed, and then when he was on the line, they just run away from him. It's just it's like if if people are doing some something so simple just to keep him out of the game. Yeah, yeah. That's why they, sh- they struggle against the run a bit. But that, that it just shows how much of an impact play he can be if you're having to scheme to keep the oh, ball away yeah. in his direction. So I say he's only a, what this is his that was his second year in the league. So you know, pretty impressive stuff if you're already being schemed up against in that kind of regard. Yeah, I still wish we'd taken him. We we got jumped. <laughs> The Eagles jumped us for Devonta Smith because everyone, everyone, Dave Gettleman told everyone we wanted Devonta Smith, and then they traded with the Cowboys to take him off us. Yeah, and then the Cowboys took Mike Parsons, and we traded down for Kadarius Tony. What a draft! <laughs> what a, what a draft that was! Oh, Jesus! <laughs> I don't like. Is there anything like? Could that could that have gone any worse? I don't think it could have. <laughs> It, with with the benefit of hindsight, probably not. Um... <laughs> yeah. when, when you say it that way, it does sound pretty yeah. terrible. <laughs> so, draft this year, uh, Commanders have the 16th pick. You guys have 25, followed by Dallas with 26, and the Eagles with 30. Um, who do you think is going to get the player that's going to have the most impact out of those four picks. Is it? Is Washington going to pick up a stud and then go from there? Or are they going to do a Washington? Robinson is going to end up in the NFC East. Yeah. One of them three teams are going to take Bijan Robinson. Yeah. Oh, I just, I just saw, dreadful. yeah. Eagles have also got the 10th pick as well. So, yeah. 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 Eagles are that's one of the, the rich get only richer. four teams, I think, who have two picks in the first round. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just Seahawks, Texans, Lions, and Eagles. I'll yeah. have two picks. I'm hoping the Lions just take 
Like the, the Eagles don't take him at ten. Washington don't take him at sixteen. And the Lions take him at eighteen. That'd be my dream. Get him away from me. You can deal with him. <laughs> I don't want to deal with him. There you go. We can't stop the run. We can't cover running backs. We don't want to deal with him. <laughs> and he comes out and says the one quarterback he wants to play for is Jalen Hurts. I'm like, get away. Go. <laughs> no, you want to play with Jared Goff. That's what I heard. Jared Goff's the guy. He'll throw you little option routes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I say he could do some damage with that. But I say, I just, that, that, that Lions running back situation. Let's keep Craig Reynolds and DeAndre Swift and get rid of Jamal Williams. Like, okay. Yeah, they got Montgomery, Ooh. aren't they, as well, from the Bears? Yeah. Another weird sign. Like they, yeah. they got rid of Jamal Williams just to take David Montgomery, who's a worse version. Yeah. Yeah. Strange. Strange move. But yeah, Bijan would be the one. Because yeah. there's been rumours the Washington wants him. It wouldn't surprise yeah. me if the Cowboys replace Zeke with him and then there's the Eagles who just like to ruin everybody's day. Yeah. 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 So. Oh, I'm so happy if he got somewhere else. <laughs> so going into 2023 season, where do you see the East kind of going? Um, do you like? I think there's going to be very little overall decline of the three, you know, main teams from the East at the moment. Um, just depending on how you know the final couple of months before preseason actually goes. But do you think there's going to be? Uh, it's going to be as close as it was last year. Do you see maybe those three teams going through to the playoffs again? Uh, well, we went from we had like a bottom five schedule last year, didn't we? Yeah. The, the whole East, and I think we've gone like top three this year. So I don't think they're going to be. It's not going to be as good. I don't yeah. think. Um, like Washington might struggle. You've got a complete unknown in Sam Howell. Yeah. They've just declined Chase Young, so he's going to be on a mission now. So that's that's always good to do. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's going to be fun. Um, and then, oh, I've just completely lost what I was, what I was saying. <laughs> just, just, th- I'm still thinking about Bijan Robinson. That's what it is. I mean, I get out of my head. yeah, I mean, but yeah, so we got bottom five, top five. Um, schedule now I can't see the Eagles winning that many games they, they lost like was it 10 players 12 players that's a big turnover mm. I know they've still got a good roster but they're, they're another year older a lot of the veterans but if they get if they somehow get oh if they get Jalen Carter as well I might retire <laughs> if they get Fletcher Cops 2.0 just as Fletcher Cops retires like come on surely not they've been the team for the Eagles I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll win as many games. I still think they'll be good because they've got such a juggernaut of a team. Yeah, Cowboys will probably be good, and then Cowboy themselves in the playoffs. It's, that's and how then, it goes. Yeah, and then no, I don't think we'll be as good. We'll be, I think we'll be. I think we'll be lucky if we get to. Um, I think we'll be around five hundred, maybe just like, just over. Yeah, I, I don't think we'll be as good. Obviously, how the schedule and we, we kind of walked our way into. That schedule really, or what a lot of score games like the Vikings, they won't be. It'll be the same sort of deal with them. Yeah, we were kind okay. of in the same boat, but we just managed to beat them. <laughs> we were better than them, that's all. Yeah. So, do you see the Eagles winning the East again? Um, or I say not not as convincingly? I know, I know maybe. 
I know we've got the whole we never repeat. Yeah. But I just don't understand. I just can't see anybody beating them. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So, like, so Dallas are going to pull something insane yeah. to, to, to beat them. Yeah. So do you think, like, the Cowboys are the next best thing sort of thing? you think it's going to be when, you know, the year's said and done, the regular season said and done, it'll be Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Washington? I'd say so. On, yeah. paper, on paper now, before the draft, and um, yeah. I think the way that they've got Gilmore and Brandon Cooks will help them. Mm-hmm. And if they get a, any sort of back in the draft, a power back to go with Pollard, and they... And Tyron Smith's probably going to play eight games again or something like that. Mm. That'll be fine. Okay. It just depends. I think the only thing that could kill Dallas is Mike McCarthy's play calling. Is is play calling? Yeah, and his yeah. Uh, his time management is always yeah. something that concerned me. When he was yeah, at the Packers, it was one of those things. It's like, right, okay, we need to we need to give as much time to the you know to the offense as possible. Why are we not calling a timeout? Why are we not called? Where's yeah. what? What, what do you mean we've got no timeouts left? What did we do with them? <laughs> yeah, the head coach for so long. Yeah. Just doesn't mean, yeah. Well, the Eagles have got um, two. Obviously, they've got two brand new coordinators, so they mm-hmm. might take a while to get going. But then they're such a juggernaut. I just can't see it ticking. They yeah. might be. They might be rough for the first two games. It's not going to take them longer than that. I don't think. I think it's always weird when you you take a, an established team and take away the coordinators and think they're gonna, you know, they're gonna struggle again. Like they're still like the good players on there. They just they need to shake off yeah. the rust. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think they'll anything... miss um, Gannon. No, DC just played cover two, sat there, yeah. just death by a thousand cuts, killed all the time and all that. Yeah, don't think yeah. they'll miss him if, if he's any. They just need a bit more aggressive, aggressive coordinator. Which will make them better, which is always yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, Smith, you got any other thoughts? As I am, I am tapped. Uh, not at the moment, no. Uh, obviously, yeah, the, the main reason we want to talk about is strongest division in the entire NFL, the yeah. only fucking division out of everybody who had 500 or more. And that even includes two fucking teams, including your own. Mm-hmm. Who had a, a tie this season? Oh, we love a tie in the East. <laughs> normally the Giants and the Commanders. Yeah, we know, normally love one. That's uh, uh, yeah. I I I love how rare ties are, and yet you can predict the teams that are likely to get them. <laughs> Every time. Every yeah. time. <laughs> So just sort of like moving slightly away just from that division in that regards, um, in regards to just New York, what are you thinking next year for, you know, I don't know if you guys actually have any games against each other, but... Uh, oh, we play the Jets, yeah. Oh, you we, play the, play... we play the Jets. Yeah, we play the Jets next year. And we're guaranteed Sunday night game that with Rodgers. They've not had a Sunday night game for years, the Jets. So that'll definitely be one, I think. So, in that regard, because I was just going to say, like strength compared to each other, who do you think is going to be the team you know that ends up with a better you know win loss ratio and such? But if you're actually playing together, how are you playing against each think, other? How do you think that's going to go? I think the divisions are pretty similar, really, because you've got 
the Bills, who are like the Eagles, they're just a built like a super juggernaut team with obviously they've got the QB. And then Miami are kind of like Dallas, where on days they're unstoppable, and then on other days they're not really that great. The days they're not great, no, that's due to concussions. Yeah, (laughs) really, like anything you can control. No, not really. But I mean, they still have off days. Like there was um, that Ravens game where they came back; they were terrible for ages, and then they just turned on the fourth quarter. Someone else would do that, definitely. I think I do think they've got a better roster. Than us, like, like we've got, we we we've got like ten, like really good players, but like the Jets have got the Jets are stacked, especially with Rogers now. I think they'll, I think they'll, depending on the schedules, I do I do think they'll, like two, two or three wins more than us. I'd say, mm-hmm. depending on what the schedule is. Like if they've got to play the Chiefs and stuff, it's a different story, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But well, I don't want I know. It Rogers to get used to his. Receivers. Well, no, I said, uh, I've said a, a few times now that, like, if they would have had a, a healthy Brees Hall stay with them the entire year, I think they possibly oh, could have gone, you know, playoffs or at the very least wild card. Um, oh, definitely. He was incredible. Yeah. yeah and then obviously, yeah. if they've got Mekai Beckton back, and the way you're looking at the minute is like crazy good. So now overweight he's been re- like in the past couple of years and, and all that. He's, if he's any sort of fit and plays the all with the games, I think they're laughing on that with that all line because that's kind of the weak the weak link they've got. Yeah, yeah. And if, if it all just depends on how. But Rogers got Hackett. He's got Ellen Lazard. Like he's going to feel it. All, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it it just depends on how many other players they can actually surround him with. But yeah, yeah, like Alan Lazard being there is is a big deal. Hackett being there uh, knows how to you know to talk with Rogers, knows how to play him. Oh, oh bless me. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, I think that I think New York the Jets have got a, a good chance of being competitive in that division. As I say a lot of people have people I spoke to, especially on the the Unpacked podcast. They have said that Aaron Rodgers brings relevancy to the Jets again in that division with me, with Miami, with the Buffalo Bills, with New England. The Jets have really suffered being that anonymous team where nobody really cares about them. And say so I think Rodgers brings that legitimacy to them again as a team. So those those two divisions are yeah very competitive, um, have a chance to be exciting divisions. I think they're the second best team in that division. I think they're a lot better than Miami. Especially player per player, I think they'll have no issues going to the playoffs. I th- I think it's t- difficult because if if Miami can stay healthy, uh, which is a big ask for them at the moment, um, that then they could run over a lot of teams. But it's just they just seem to make poor decisions with in terms of player safety and player. Like actual looking after them, sort of thing. But they've got a good offense that they just can't utilize yeah, well, and that be. defense still is is a pretty pretty damn good yeah. defense. It's gonna get better with uh, Ramsey and Vic Fangio as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think um, I do think the Jets. I've got better players. It just depends. If they've got better coaching now because Fangio's like yeah. one of the best defensive minds. That's it. Game. That's it. Hundred percent. So, 
Them, them division games next year are going to be very interesting. Oh, God, yeah. They'll, they'll, honestly, that, that those two they teams can, They might... the best divisions. Next <laughs> <laughs> year, it could be them. Yeah, yeah, I say. There's a, there's a lot going in the right direction that proves that, you know, that, that division could be the most uh, the most exciting of 2023 for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. Nice, 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 nice. Well, unless anybody's got anything else to talk about? Uh, not NFL-wise. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about non-NFL stuff then. Yeah. Minus. There we go. The Miners. So, you are you both coaches for the Miners? No, I'm, I play. You play? All right. So tell us about the play. Uh, what? Where? Where do you play? And then tell us about the two games that you've uh, played so nope. far. Nope. Three, 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 three yeah, games. Right. Yeah, I, I got injured, so I managed. I got injured in the last friendly, so I managed to miss all of them. Oh, excellent! Great. Yeah, could go in that. Good, yeah, good yeah. schedule. Yeah. Uh, good schedule where you can yeah. have, a knee, have a calf sprain and miss three games of your season. Yeah, so I'm so, really glad we brought this up then. Yeah, basically <laughs> missed half the season from one calf strain. <laughs> it's great, love it. Yeah, so, I, um, so I initially started. I've been there two and a half years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I initially started. Well, we've always struggled for linebackers, so every time someone new turned up, you were forced to just start at linebacker, and then they realised <laughs> I was really slow, and they were like, "No, we're not doing that." So then I went to D line, which that is just eye opening. Playing some grown ass men <laughs> who really want to hurt you. Is is interesting. I basically got away from D line for a year of running away from people, basically <laughs> doing my best so people couldn't hurt me. That's, that's how I played D line. And then uh, we got some new players, so and one of them took my position. So I was like, that's, "I'm happy with that." <laughs> um, I will go and play tight end because that's where I wanted to play initially. And then um, injuries to the O line, so I've played on the O line now and finally back up. Tight end, hopefully for good. Yeah. More of a run blocker than a pass catcher, but you can do a bit of both. All but right. Tight end where I'm meant to be. Not, 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 not this Spray trench player. Yeah. I made a glass, so as soon as I get in the trenches, I hit something. It's what gets injured, so. Yeah. Let me go and pick on the little guys at safety and stuff. I can do that. <laughs> fantastic. Just fantastic. Keep, keep, keep me away from the big ones. So. Miners three home games done and dusted. Um, how how did they go? Uh, tell us, tell the tell our audience, including Derek Henry, how it went. <laughs> Come join us, Derek. We could do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we got a brand new team in our division who moved over from one of the southern conferences to mm-hmm. our NFC West from uh, so Lincolnshire Bombers. So we basically had. A bit of film on them from from last year where they played another Div Two team who went to some. So we game planned from one game from last year, and it turns out they hadn't really changed much. So we played right into our hands. Yeah. Um. We we ended up winning thirty to twenty, I think, two score win, two scores. Very nice. Which I was, which was quite shocking, really. I don't think some of us were optimistic. I don't like. I didn't expect to just play a new team and just beat them mm-hmm. like we did but I was very um, I think we opened a couple of eyes with that with that result and then 
game two, we played Serge, who won our division last year, who if that is the epitome of grown man grown men football is playing staff as a judge. They're all really old, really experienced, played for years, really physical. And they put I think we just couldn't stop them. I can't. Do you know what the score was, mate? Forty. It was. It was thirty-eight twenty-two in the end, but it was. Right. It was literally one of them. The second quarter was just. They literally pounded the same, like maybe two different, you know, run plays that we didn't like. Or already have a defensive play schemed up to stop. So just in the second quarter alone, they put thirty points past us, and it was. It was just too much then to come back to. One of the biggest run games in Britball. Ridiculous, honestly. Mm. The fullback's basically the size of Derek Emery. It's ridiculous. Can't stop mm. him. Even if I A couple of our bigger players, which did not help. Their QB is our tight end size. Oh, he's bigger than me, yeah. Which is ridiculous. He's And he played us last year and injured his back. And then came back and destroyed us again. We, it's funny because we drew, we drew against them last year in our first ever game. And then every game after that has got uh, progressively worse. So we we drew with them, and then we lost by like two or three points, and then we lost by like six or seven points, and then we got battered the fourth game by like 20 points, and then this year they beat us by like 20 points again. I don't know how it's getting worse, but because we had to play them four times last year, and then so they just know us and we know them, and then they're just so much more physical than we are at the moment. We we eventually figured it out, so that's good. Gives us good hope for when we play them again. Yeah, but that's our mark, really. If we can beat them, we've got a good chance to go in the playoffs. Yeah. As long as we beat Bombers again and Crew again, who we played this week. So Crew were the team last year. They, they nearly got moved to Associate because they cancelled a couple of games last year because they didn't have refs, which is fair enough in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So they appealed it and then they got let back in, and then they turned up with a massive squad this week, which was kind of shocking. But they've ter- basically took a uni team over as well. So they mm-hmm. had like 25 rookies or something yep. like that. So, and after we've just played Surge, we've already, like, it's already, and it was our third game in the league and they hadn't played yet. We were just ready for them. Mm-hmm. We were just physical for them. And we, what was the score for that one, Smith? 40, 44, 15 or something like that. A good result. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, 40, 44 we, 15, I think. Yeah, we got the running clock going in the second half, which is always nice when you get yeah. a 35 point lead. Always makes you feel good, but then we kind of let it slip after that, which we got a bit cocky for our thing here because it's always nice getting running clock. So once you get it, you kind of uh, switch off a bit and they came back in the third quarter for a bit, which is where they got all the points from. See, well, two and one. We wanted two and one. As soon as we've seen the schedule, we were like, if we can come out with that with two wins. We were hoping to beat Surge. We didn't know anything about Bombers, but yeah. either way, we'll take that. We've just got to play. The, the... the weirdest thing to me was obviously, yeah, you, well, I've not watched or played or been a part of a game against Surge before and everything like that. Um, obviously, we, we did lose that. I, I still say it's just because they put that much, that many points up in that short period of time. We just couldn't go back. Yeah, after that back. fucking, after that half. We were able to stop them and hold them back to literally score one more time, and that were it. If we could have done that it was a lot faster in the second quarter, I think it either would have been a lot closer or 
you know, possibly a win for us. Um, but th- the big thing to me is like obviously bombers and railroaders, the ones that we won, were They're so weird to me. Where we've not, we didn't have like full, you know, full uh, group of certain like the bombers yeah, win. We only had three old linemen, so we had a tight yeah. end and a fullback filling in, and then. The railroaders like one. What did we have? Three. Like three receivers. Yeah, we had three receivers. We had no tight ends. Uh, three receivers. We had. We were missing our top three edge rushers. It was just. We just had good depth. Good. Good schemes. It worked. They. They were a bit poor. I'd say. I didn't. They were better than last year, but they. They seem to have lost a couple of the better players. So they've just got a bit of a learning curve going. But we've got to play Shropshire now, who um, got relegated from Division 1, so they're going to be obviously favourites. You know, what happens with relegation, they come down, they keep all the players because they want to win a ring. And uh, it's going to be a good test for us, that. We don't know if they're going to be... seem to struggle against the run-heavy team, so hopefully they pass a lot. That'd be the dream. <laughs> That'd help us. We'll have to wait and see, but we, we always said we wanted two wins yeah, from the first yeah. three. Yeah, it's always say, a good start for us. That's what I say. It sounds good. like considering you know speaking to Hyam um, about how the team has gone so far, I think yeah, it's, it's a good trage- trajectory for the team. I couldn't say that word apparently uh, <laughs> for for where you know you go in as a as a as a group. So yeah, absolutely, that's awesome. That's awesome. I was I was trying to come down for one of the games or come down come up I should say come up for one of the games but it just didn't work out um, with what was going on so hopefully yeah, I'll be able to make it to the game. The best weather either. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, it'd be it'd be good to to meet guys all in in person and uh, watch a game. But yes, yeah, so hopefully it happens this year. Hopefully it happens. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, any closing business? Or was, or was that the last thing on our agenda? Uh, that was the last thing that I got. Fantastic news. All right. Well, thank you again, Connor, for joining us. Uh, it's been a pleasure to to talk with you, um, get your insight into the teams, into the East, and obviously that miners' knowledge. Oh, it's been great. Thank you. Have you got any socials or anything you want to plug? Um, I don't know if I have to be like a really old person. I'm going to have to you to look yourself Get up. them on my phone. I've looked yet. Got to look myself. <laughs> Terrible. So, Twitter. I think I found you on Twitter after the Strollers of the Home episode. Uh, so, it's Connor underscore T at 93 on Twitter. Yep. And then what's my Instagram? Instagram's for all my football pictures because that's all we play for. Yeah. We just play for cool football pictures. That's the only reason we do it. Can't find it. So just Connor Taunton on Instagram. That'll do. There we go. There we go. So go and give Connor a follow. See that those uh, you know those cool football picks as well. Um, <laughs> so from myself, thank you very much for listening. Um, as a King Henry, just slide in. Just let me know what you think. Uh, let me know what's going on. Um, NFL draft tonight. Uh, it kicks off very late so i won't be staying awake to watch any of that um but yeah we'll have a post-draft episode uh coming at you very shortly um breaking down who got what what got who 
and go from there. Uh, so from myself, the unusual Greg, unusual at oh, Christ alive, unusual at at unusual underscore Greg on Twitter and Instagram. Um, thank you very much. From him. Uh, I'm Smith, which is at DRS underscore nine ninety four on Instagram and Instagram only. Uh, and our special guest. Okay. Our special guest has been Connor. <laughs> I know, so much. That's a sad. Um, thank you again to Connor for joining us. And don't forget to follow the Brick Cave Blitz at Brick Cave Blitz on Twitter and Instagram. From myself is a go pack go. Did you find out what the New York Giants one was? Uh, no, I was just going to stick with Dig Deep for the minus. Okay. I did tell him to say, I'm walking here instead, but never mind. <laughs> I'm not trying to New York accent, not a chance. <laughs> <Quick, get> <laughs> <laughs> oh, so dumb. So dumb.